This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Well, for Secretary Blinken to say that the $6 billion doesn't weigh in here. I mean, let's be honest with the American people and understand that Hamas knows and Iran knows they're moving money around as we speak because they know $6 billion is going to be released. That's the reality. When I was at the United Nations, you saw that when those planes full of cash sent by Obama to Iran, I went to the International Atomic Energy Agency. I met with them. What happened was those funds were sent to Hezbollah in Lebanon. They were sent to Hamas in Gaza. They were sent to the Houthis in Yemen. They go and spread terrorism every time they get a dollar. It doesn't go to the Iranian people. It does go to terrorist attacks. And Secretary Blinken's just wrong to imply that this money is not being moved around as we speak and, and, and yet to ambassador, hurt those that and, love freedom. And yet, Ambassador, there's just no proof of that yet. That's uh, Nikki Haley, of course, GOP presidential candidate, former U.N. ambassador. Two things I want to highlight in there. She's talking about the money because progressives are saying, well, that $6 billion that the United States released to Iran, they don't even have that money yet. They didn't use that money. That's BS. If I won the Powerball over the weekend, if I won that $1.4 billion, even though I did not have that money in my account, I'd still be spending it. I want to bring in State Representative Adam Schwadron, Republican, St. Charles area, who has been open about his Jewish faith on the House floor. As a matter of fact, after the attack on a uh, synagogue in Texas uh, about a year and a half ago, he got up in very impassioned speech. I want to start real quickly here with you, Mr. Schwadron. Uh, what about the thing with the uh, with the money that Nikki Haley is referring to there? My take is... You're getting the money. Yes, you're spending it. We know now that Iran helped to plan this attack. How do you react to that, sir? Yeah, first of all, good morning. Thank you for having me on and uh, sharing my views. Uh, sometimes I'm I'm a little awed that people want to hear what I have to say, but uh, happy to share it with you. And yes, I do agree that uh, as soon as Iran found out that they had that money, uh, they said they've been planning for weeks. So it's been weeks since they got that money. And so they've been planning with Hamas for weeks this uh, attack that we saw on Israel on the Sabbath day that caught them completely off guard. Uh, so people are saying it's their 9-11 version simply with the number of people killed with the armed insurgents uh, just pouring into the cities over the border. And it's unfortunate to see, especially since a contingent of legislators from Missouri. There were four state senators, myself and another state representative, that got to go to Israel uh, back in December. And we saw up close and personal the Otef Aza region of Israel there, which is this area surrounding the Gaza Strip. And we saw an Iron Dome installation. We saw an observant command center. Uh, we saw the town of Sederot and got a security briefing by Colonel Kobe Maram, who uh, in his earlier life was just a complete awesome person who worked on saving people uh, and the raids and what have you, because Israel is always a target. All right, our guest, State Representative Adam Schwadron, Republican St. Louis uh, area, who's spoken about issues like this on the past in the House floor. Personally... You get the news on Saturday. I'm talking like you personally. How how does that make you feel? How do you react when you hear the news of Israel being attacked? Yeah, I I woke up in the morning to a flurry of text messages coming in. And I get the sleep out of my eyes. I start to process. And then first thing I have to do is I have to start going to the news sites. And just seeing what was going on. Because... 
with uh, Twitter, now X, uh, you are getting to see up close and personal the videos and just seeing some of the videos of the towns. And Sederot, I believe, was one of the towns that you had the Hamas people just pouring into and just wantonly killing people on the streets. It, it was definitely something that it took me a while to process. I had to sit there. And I had to just think and just and just start praying for the people of Israel. So you were like stunned, saddened. I, I was everything. Yeah. Uh, stunned, saddened, upset, uh, especially like I said, having just been there and seeing and knowing that other representatives from across the nation were actually getting ready to go to Israel later this month and see what's going on there, and not sure whether that trip will be happening for them. We are speaking uh, live this morning with State Representative Adam Schwadron, who's a Republican from St. Charles County. He's joining us live here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Representative, I appreciate joining us. Israel has formally declared war against Hamas. I want to go back to something you referenced. Uh, you mentioned you and, I believe, three other state lawmakers went to Israel uh, in December. So really, you know, not that long ago. Um, I want to talk more about that trip. Who are the three other representatives and, uh, and, and what really did you, what, what was your biggest takeaway from that trip? Uh, it was more than just three. Uh, it was myself, state representative Lakeisha Bosley, uh, state Senator, uh, Carla May, Carla Esslinger, uh, Senator JJ Rizzo, and then, um, Senator elect Rusty Black. Okay. And so we spent 10 days in Israel and just seeing everything that Israel had to offer. And on one of those days is when we went down towards Gaza. And uh, again, seeing the Iron Dome installation, uh, the setup that they have there, the Iron Dome is it's purely defensive. They have it there because Gaza, with all their humanitarian money, and I put quotations put around that, somehow manages to get their hands on so many rockets to just volley across the border into Israel. Uh, and then the Observant Command Center was definitely eye-opening. It was IDF soldiers, 18, 19-year-old, you know, I still call them kids, that are sitting there and they're watching the border, making sure to keep Israel safe because they know at any moment, like we saw on Saturday morning, that they will come across and do as much killing and terrorism as possible. State Representative Adam Schwadron, Republican St. Charles area, joining this, joining us this morning. Uh, he is Jewish. He was just in Israel not too long ago. Um, somebody driving to work, 7.15 in the morning, and maybe they don't understand the history of Israel and the Gaza Strip and all of that. Um, I don't want to get too much into the history, but somebody driving to work this morning, why should we be paying attention to what is happening this morning in Israel? I would say the reason you need to pay attention to what is happening there is because uh, the United States has recognized Israel as one of its strongest allies in the Middle East. And the people that want death to Israel, they chant death to Israel, death to Jews. They also chant death to America. And that border was one of the most fortified borders always watched. And you take a look at our southern border and what's happening down there where we can't even build a wall and the people are flooding in. We have no idea who is flooding into America. And so we could be seeing attacks like this where they're just driving around randomly shooting. And we're always told, you don't need an AR-15, 
Well, there may be a time where if they are just driving around the streets of St. Louis and randomly just shooting whomever they see on the street, they could be hiding amongst these people coming across our border and becoming sleeper cells here. So I would say, yes, we do need to care about what's going on there as well as what's going on on our southern border. And, you know, Brandon had asked you about what it was like to wake up to the news. But even, you know, as news con- as it continues to pour into America and you talked about folks here uh, within our own borders, we saw demonstrations yesterday, some getting really intense. And then you see groups like there were, what, 30 Harvard organizations that came out to blame, you know, everything uh, on Israel. What is that like as an American uh, seeing other Americans stick up for terrorists? It can be frustrating at times, uh, but I know in my heart from everything that I've seen that uh, Israel is doing everything it can to protect. Uh, There's a long time saying that if Israel were to lay down its arms, there would be no Israel. If Hamas and everyone that hated Israel laid down their arms, there would be peace. And the other thing I'm wondering, too, like the possibility uh, where they're geographically situated, the possibility for wider conflict on a worldwide stage. We've already heard somebody say this morning, Senator from uh, Kansas, talk about Joe Biden is weak on the worldwide stage. Stephanie Bell and I have been on this since the tragic events of January the 20th of 2021 when President Magoo was sworn in. He talked about unity. We knew we took a hit in our standing on the worldwide stage. NATO has said that Putin invaded Ukraine because of Joe's perceived weakness, because of how poorly he handed Afghanistan and killed 13 of our service members over there. What about the possibility for a wider conflict on this? Yeah, there's always that possibility. Uh, we we are seeing now, it's, Israel's declared war for the first time in 50 years since the Yom Kippur War in 1973, where once again, the terrorists took in the opportunity of attacking Israel on not just a holiday, but the holiest day in the Jewish calendar, Yom Kippur. That's the Day of Atonement. And so they, we always see these attacks happening then because that is when... Israel is, some will say, at its weakest because people aren't focused as much on security. They're focused on praying. They're focused on taking the the holy Sabbath day and resting. So, Republican uh, State yeah. Representative Adam Schwadron, obviously a lot going through his mind this morning. He reps the St. Charles uh, area. He's a Republican and he is Jewish. And we are very appreciative of you sharing your experience, why this matters, what that's been like for you. Anything else that you would like to add, Mr. Schwadron, before we let you go? I would just say we need to uh, pray. We need to be vigilant um, and pray that Israel succeeds in its mission because the people that want to kill Israel do also want to kill Americans. Thank you for joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I know in Columbia uh, tonight, 436 Broadway and 9th, there's going to be a, uh, a rally regarding this. Then tomorrow night is the annual Boone County GOP annual chili supper, 530. Doors open if you want to get, you know, Steph and I always talk about get involved. Go to these events, meet the candidates. And there are going to be some candidates for various offices that are going to be speaking at this event tomorrow night. So if you'd like to go, go to Boone County. Republicans.com. Get some info and we will see you there. Coming up 725-ish, we are going to be doing What's Hot with Hannah. What do you have for us this morning, Hannah? Well, you know, it's the beginning of October, beginning of spooky season.
And some real estate agents are having to deal with this. All right, how's this called? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Gordon of Ohio are publicly campaigning for speaker. Should have a vote this week, maybe. Uh, another name, so there's been two other names. Trump, of course, and Trump at first endorsed Trump, and now he uh, endorses Jim Jordan. The other name we're hearing now, apparently there's a faction of folks that support this dude saying, how about we nominate him for House Speaker? Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> there's some folks in the Republican Party going, we tried that. Yeah, we've, we've been there, done that. Let's move away from that. Good morning. Welcome into the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Producer Han is here. Hello. My name is Brandon Rather. Brian Housworth is here. Marsh is back tomorrow. The other person in studio with us today is uh, Brandon. That is producer's uh, producer Hannah's fiance. So we get to meet him throughout the morning. Good dude. Volunteer firefighter. Good man. Um, he's already shared with us how they first met. They met by accident. They were on an online dating site or something and uh brandon didn't mean to he didn't mean to swipe on the on the producer hannah uh profile but did accidentally that was before i was even producer hannah before she was producer hannah so you're not a gold digger or anything like that <laughs> oh <laughs> scott fawn missouri times joining us on the show um big big event last night and apparently uh, a couple of our gubernatorial candidates having some words. Set the scene for us, Scott. Where was this? Well, what happened? Well, well, first of all, I think it's awesome that, that, that Hannah and Brandon met the same way you and I did, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> on, <laughs> on Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't regret a thing. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, well, apparently Jay and Bill wishes they could swipe left on each other. Is that how it works? <laughs> okay. Yes, it does. Uh, Good job, Scott. Yeah, uh, so they were at an event for the the young Republicans of St. Louis, and I have to say, these events usually not a lot happens. Um, uh, somebody tells some jokes about Joe Biden being old. Somebody tiptoes the line about a racist joke about Obama, and then they get punched. Democrat events are way better. They have booze. Republican events, not as great. This event actually was awesome. From what I understand, the best Republican event, well, maybe ever, uh, so Bill Eigel does this thing. Bill Eigel, if you know him, he's a big guy, tall guy, loud, deep voice. I've told you where he's the best orator in the party. And he does this thing when Jay Ashcroft is somewhere, he just picks on him. He just like calls him out and says, you messed up A, B, C, D. Uh, you let gay people smile on this state. I'm going to put a stop to it. He just, he really goes after. And he did that again here about foreign-owned land. There's um, there's some people that have an issue with a, with a foreign country owning property in the state of Missouri. Now, never mind that many, many people listening to this get paid by foreign corporations that if you actually did this, they would be out of a job. But it sounds good, right? It's good on Facebook, so here, let's do this, Republicans. Um, so Bill called Jay out. Jay asked Croft, you know, the Secretary of State, you don't vote on anything. But Jay has, uh, and I think to his credit, Jay will get involved in some issues at the state level. He'll go testify for committees and what have you. And he'll catch some flack, but I've always kind of appreciated him being candid with his views. Uh, Bill hit him because he supported one bill where the Secretary of State would keep a registry if you own foreign land. And there was uh, some very small amount of Missouri's farmland that could be owned by a foreign country. And Bill just eviscerated him. Well... Jay kind of stuck up for himself. He actually, he kind of, he has the bill, literally the actual bill in his pocket and pulls it out. And and Bill essentially says, Jay Ashcroft, are you willing to tell this group of people that you lied to them? Are you going to admit that you lied? And he said, no. 
and he said, here's the bill. And then they kind of went back and forth for a while. And it was the most interesting thing to happen in a Republican event since since Teddy Roosevelt got shot. Now, I heard some of this on Twitter yesterday, but who walks around with a bill in their pocket? And, like, you know, there's a lot of bills. Like, I guess maybe he knew this was coming or what? I can tell you who walks around with a bill in their pocket. A guy that's tired of getting publicly called out on something. And he felt, and Jay feels, look, are, are, is, is, are the political attacks unfair? Of course, they're political attacks, right? You don't like him, your opponent does, that sort of politics. In this situation, Jay feels like that um, uh, he's against, that now when they're running, they're all against all foreign-owned land. Will they pass a bill to that effect? No, no governor is going to do that. How? I mean, do you really want to look a sizable amount of Missourians in the face and say, so I can get Facebook likes, you're fired? No, neither one of those guys are going to do that. But it sounds good, and Republican parties are about convincing someone you're the stupidest person alive. They so, have a lot. Go. They've got a lot of events and a lot of Lincoln Days and a lot of stuff in the next year. You think this is foreshadowing of what's to come? I think the next event they're at together, Jay Ashcroft's going to have to bring heat. Um, when you're the front runner, this happens. Bill Eichel's, I've told you guys from the start, Bill Eichel's running the best campaign of anybody. Uh, he's the best speaker. When you're a big, tall guy with a deep, booming voice, it helps. Um, and 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 Bill's running a campaign. I've always told you, everybody in the party thought Bill's really running for something else. And I've, I've said on this show many times, the tell that he's running for governor has been, he's been attacking the front runner, Jay Ashcroft. Jay Ashcroft, you can say it's because of his father's last name, and you're probably right, but doesn't. When they count the votes, that doesn't matter. Jay Ashcroft is the prohibitive frontrunner in this race, and Bill Eichel has been bringing heat on him, and it's been getting under Jay's skin. The Eric voting system, um, an issue that Bill raised that Jay Ashcroft initially blew off, well, now Jay Ashcroft got out of the Eric voting system, and I'm sure it's because he learned some new things or whatever. But the fact is, in this game, when you call your opponent out for doing something and then he quits doing it, you declare victory. Uh, now he's hitting him on foreign own land, and obviously – it's getting under Jay Ashcroft's skin. I mean, Jay Ashcroft's not a guy that's probably going to do real well with getting personally attacked, especially in a pretty small room at a small event. And he he came with his bill ready to go and, and defended himself, and the back and forth ensued. The next time they're together, Jay Ashcroft, I mean, I personally will actually be now kind of looking for the next time they're going to be together and see what Jay does. Because, I, I mean, I think Jay, the one thing about Jay Ashcroft, if he believes something, he will dig his heels in. Uh, I watched him on issues that didn't help him politically. The guy, the guy is not. I mean, he's running now, so he's going to be less of this. But the guy actually, if he believes something, whether it's politically expedient or not, I've watched the guy dig his heels in and stick and stand his ground. And I think you may see that again. I mean, uh, I, I think Jay Ashcroft is is a dude who, if he comes to an opinion on something, that's where he is, and he will kind of stick up for himself now. Sticking up to yourself against Bill Eichel, you, you guys have interviewed both of them. Uh, Bill's probably a tough customer, uh, but I think he's ready to respond and push back now, and that'll make a very interesting next 10 months watching the two of them fight. We're hanging out with Scott Fawn. He's publisher of Missouri Times, politically based Missouri politics, Jefferson City-based publication, MissouriTimes.com. Now, this makes, and I'm emceeing this event tomorrow night, it's the Boone County GOP Annual Chili Supper. I do know that both Mr. Eigel and Mr. Ashcroft, uh, I know that they have been invited, as has Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. Mr. Kehoe also running for governor, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I have but Kehoe might deck you. He might not. <laughs> He might not carry a, a copy of a piece of paper with a bunch of words on his pocket. Uh, Mike Eel's the bull of the woods. You you mess with Mike, he might 
He might uh, have you talking through fewer teeth after you get done. And BooneCountyRepublicans.com if you want tickets for that event tomorrow night, 5.30, doors open. Program begins at 6.30. So, by the way, this is not... Are you the MC of that? Yes. Sweet. So, Uh, I'm going to wear... If if they get into it, will you let them go? uh, You're going to try to get in and stop them. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dress up as, as an NFL official. Uh, I'm going to have a whistle. I'm going to wear the zebra shirt and the black pants. And I'm going to be throwing yellow flags, penalty flags, and red flags. And I'm going to be encouraging all of it every step of the way. You've got your megaphone right there. And And you're ready to go. I've got a megaphone. And I will say, all right, gentlemen, you're (laughs) grown-ass adults. Behave yourselves. I don't give a crap that you're running for office. You are grown men. You set an example for other people. So please behave accordingly. (laughs) <laughs> wow, that you're going to be the worst MC ever. You should say, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. Don't call any favors boring stuff. Nobody wants to hear Lincoln, Douglas. They, they want to they see Tyson Holyfield. They want to see an ear get bit off. You're, you're, killing, you're killing the Boone County GOP. You're not going to get invited back if you don't have to game. Well, they keep inviting me back, I, and I, I don't know why. Uh, they keep inviting me back to do well, these things. They do Lincoln. We want to see a fight. Yeah, I'll encourage. I am. Thank you, Steph. That's a great idea. I'm going to bring my megaphone tomorrow. Uh, now, let's talk about money and where does Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe, because this is not, by the way, not really the first time that Eigel and Ashcraft, uh, Ashcroft in public, by the way, there's another event. I think it was in Rollin. It's been over the summer, but there's a little dust up. Words had, uh, had their... Uh, Mr. Kehoe, Bill, Bill's been doing Bill's been doing this for I don't know a year. Bill's if, if in Osage County, I mean back I, I, every bit of nine months ago, if Ashcroft's been in an event, Bill Igo called him out from the stage. I don't know that he called him exactly a liar, but he'll definitely attack him. I mean, this has been building for a long time. Bill Igo, uh, I personally think that if you want to know the person who's got the finger on the pulse of your right-wing old white guy that's ticked off, it's Eigel. And that old white guy that's ticked off very much likes you getting up in front of people and calling someone out, just like the godfather of all this, Donald Trump. And then, so, Kehoe, how is he playing into uh, all of this as it relates to the governor's race? And quickly, I also want to get into uh, campaign coffers uh, here in the final two minutes that we have. Well, wise two opponents are fighting and, and reading bills at, at events, Mike Kehoe is putting money in the bank. Uh, Mike Kehoe is, is raising money like few candidates have ever raised are running for office. Um, I mean, I, I, I think if you're Mike Kehoe, just, just talking hogs, dogs, and logs here, you want to raise a bunch of money. The, the question with Mike Kehoe is going to be this. He's a bit of a statesman in an age where statesmen are not just they're despised. If you're a serious person in the Republican Party, you are hated and no one likes you. Can Mike Kehoe get down in the mud with these guys and and, and be and try to convince Missourians he's the stupidest person in the state? Because that's who will win this primary. Whoever convinces they're the dumbest person alive will win. And and can Eigel knock down Ashcroft? Because Eigel will turn his guns on Kehoe. I mean, Eigel does not like Kehoe. Kehoe does not like Eigel. That's a personal thing. And when I, if Eigel cuts Ashcroft down, which could happen, I, that'll, the beneficiary will be Kehoe until they turn their guns in a three-way race. It's who turns their guns on who. If you have three candidates with money and you and both of them attack one, well, that, that you can knock down one. It's a real tough game of diplomacy here. And I think Jay Ashcroft and Mike Kehoe aren't friends, but I don't think they have, like, lots of animosity. Kehoe and Eigel have tons of animosity dating back seven years for his time in the Senate. 
Uh, Eichel will turn his guns on Kehoe. It's just a matter of when. Uh, and, and, and look, he's good at it. So Kehoe's standing back trying to probably hope the two of them will cut each other up, and he just throws money in the bank. And uh, we'll see. The, the, the test is going to be, with, with all that money, can he list a good modern-day Republican attack, which is something to the effect of, I know you are, but what am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to really get down in, in just moron land. Can Kehoe do it? I don't know. All right. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Eigel on the show. He was talking about a fundraiser he had, and we asked, well, like, who of prominence was there? And he said, well, my wife. And we said, well, sure. <laughs> Good answer. But he had to, we said, like, who in, politi- in the political world of prominence was there? Uh, and it took him a minute to come up. And it makes me wonder, who does? You say, Kehoe, he doesn't like Ashcroft, doesn't like Eigel. Uh, so I wonder, excuse me, Eigel does not like Ashcroft, Eigel does not like Kehoe. Uh, who does Eigel like would be one of my questions. Scott Fall, Missouri Times. Uh, man, if you're into Missouri politics, you got to check out MissouriTimes.com. He also hosts the TV show This Week in Missouri Politics. Scott, always cool hanging out with you, man. Now, all right, I'm, I'm, if you'll tell me, you can guarantee me at least one punch start. I'm coming up tomorrow night. That's coming up tomorrow night, Boone County, GOP Chili Supper, Boone County, GOP.com. Coming up on... This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. And that would be all, except for this. By the way, John, back with us here tomorrow on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Texas family repeatedly uh, under attack. So we go to Kingsland, Texas, little town, about 7,000 people northwest, about an hour's drive northwest of... Austin, Texas, and this family, they've had some real problems. They've been on the TV. There have been 911 calls. They've talked to the TV station more than once because it continues to be a persistent problem. I'm standing inside my parents' house with a hammer, and I have tried self and defend my family at any cost. I shouldn't have to live like this. My whole family's scared. They feel like they're prisoners in their own home. They can't get, go nowhere. But my parents are scared. My daughter's scared. I'm scared to even go back home right now. Uh, so what is it that's driving the family crazy? It's just some random neighborhood pig. Uh, it's not a wild boar. You stealing my shtick? <laughs> animals. Yeah. Weird animals. And then it's just like we do with what's hot with Hannah, 725-ish, uh, every morning. But that's the weird thing because they call the cops and this pig's really smart. Like the cops show up and the pig's like, oh, I'm out. They cannot catch the pig. Animal control has been called. These people have been on the TV. Nobody knows who the pig belongs to, but this family would sure like to know who does this pig belong to. Because you heard the woman there. She's got a hammer. She's guarding her home with a hammer. Now, do you know what type of pig this is? Uh, It had a snout and it had four little paws and some floppy ears. Paws? Paws on a pig? That's... Hooves? (laughs) There you go. They can be kind (laughs) of mean, though, right? Well, yeah, especially wild pigs or wild boars they can be pretty scary pretty nasty people always talk about what the what the craziest thing is you've seen when you go door to door for campaigns and no <laughs> joke i was in college i walked up on someone's porch to tell them to vote for i don't even remember who and uh, there's a little dog bed and i looked down it was a pig i took off i was like nah i'm, I'm good i don't here vote for joe smith for office I'm i looked out. down and you're like oh a dog and then you're like oh what is that and then <laughs> nope what a lot of people don't realize is most of the time when pigs are born on a farm, they end up removing these two teeth here because they are razor sharp. And they also dock the curly little tails most of the time because pigs are super intelligent. And if they get bored and they see this curly little tail in their face, they're going to go for it. 
And it's always been said if a pig gets a taste of blood, it'll completely lose its mind and be super dangerous to the other pigs in the pen. Man, that's crazy. Things you didn't want to know. And now, you know, the rest of that story, <laughs> along with a little history on pigs and why we cut off their tails. And Wilbur don't mess around. Uh, Wilbur don't mess around. Coming up a little bit after um, 8 o'clock, tying the Iranians into the attack on Israel over the weekend. The money that the United States just released, $6 billion. Uh, quick timeline, and we'll get past that. And then we get to meet producer Hannah's fiance. Been talking about him on the show for 18 years now. And now, finally... We get to meet uh, the guy. Steph and I, we've been knowing him for a long time. Sweet guy, by 